1: Beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning to you here. Glad to have you with us. Good morning and welcome to Light the Tower here on the Horn. And we're here all the way up until the noon hour. Here on 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. My name is Craig Way. Glad to have you with us. Jeff Howe will be along shortly. Our producer, as always, erstwhile though he may be, is the guy who is the purveyor of all good things, Flex ATX, because after all, in the final analysis, it's a Flex. the guy who is dedicated to his duties, is our producer. And we appreciate that. That's Jonathan John Donaldson, J.J. Donaldson. We know him as Snoop Daniel. Good morning. How are you?
2: Good. uh, Hoop Snoop. Once again, Tuesday is game day. So lot tonight. What's on the docket for you? 90 games. (laughs) What? 90 games involving our area boys and girls in the flex coverage area. 90 plus actually.
1: Okay. I I misunderstood you. You aren't Personally, planning to be at 90 games. No, no, no.
2: If I could, you know, I would. 90 games or 90 teams? 90 uh, teams. Yeah. More That's like 40s plus games. 45 games, game. yeah, yes. 40 something um, games. Between, okay. uh, you know, our 4A through 6A and tats, boys and yep. girls. Yep. Because, you, know, you know, girls aren't playing football yet. I do think flag football will be, varsity flag football will be a huge thing one day in this country. Uh,
1: it probably will be. Um I you know it may be some time before it becomes a sanctioned UIL sport, mm. but there were several sports yeah, that were non UIL for a long time, yeah. and still some that are that it, it's still a big thing regardless of whether they're UIL sanctioned or not. They yeah. still have well, you know big contest it. Speaking
2: of UIL spirit, uh, state is coming yep. up, and I actually talked with Doctor Elza and, and the crew about this, and uh, they are excited for it. It's, it's not the you know traditional ball in the hoop or Scoring a touchdown, but it's a UIL competition. <laughs> and
1: and with spirit, we're talking cheerleading and, you know, yes. that, that sort of yes. thing. Mm-hmm. See, that is an example of what I'm talking about. That there, that's a competition that was not a UIL-sanctioned competition oh. for years and years, and only recently has been. So that oh. so there may be hope for your flag football somewhere down there that it, it'll be have to introduce a like a legislative council meeting oh. and policy program and then maybe they uh, you know add it as a in, in a pilot program to see how it you know that kind of thing somewhere somewhere down there but anyway you're you're uh, you're kind of swallowed up being uh, uh hoop snoop.
2: Yes, uh, and but uh, what was crazy is uh, i i personally am filming soccer tonight because there's district games, so the Flex crew... Uh,
1: You're shooting
2: video. Yes, a video. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, flxatx.com. We're keeping you posted. Uh, on, and, and we've really kicked up our game on Facebook because that's... Because, like, Flex, like, at its core, is for the, the kids. I mean, I do it for kids. like, But... Right, uh, but uh, but Facebook is is our, I would say our grown and sexy. Yeah, that's probably the wrong term. Uh, the, the the moms are on there and the dads, so it's a it's a different vibe and uh, it's been fun really uh, pushing the flex culture, you know, to you know adult version.
1: Right. Well, here's an example of what I was talking about. Someone on the specs text li- uh, text line three three seven three seven seven six five one two three three seven three seven seven six. weighed in immediately and Said powerlifting in Texas is big, but not a UIL sanction. Event that's
2: true. Powerlifting.
1: You ever been to a powerlifting meet?
2: I, no, I've been to a wrestling meet. I guess you know, that's, that's I guess UIL. Lots yeah. of hulks in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, th- so there's there's several of those things. Uh, lacrosse. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's shame on me. Yeah. For lacrosse. being like I love yeah, lacrosse. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: so there you go. <laughs> so anyway, that, that there's a lot of so maybe there's some hope down there, uh, down the line. All right. So when you say there are whatever ninety teams being covered, forty-five games, roughly forty some odd games tonight. It's you and how many? What do you call eye reporters? Mm-hmm. How many well, of your uh, flex eye reporters we usually, are out in the we, we field? We try
2: to have, you know, kids. Uh, one, it's a volunteer thing, and right. kids have or are kind of flaky. No, no, you know, shade. But kids, <laughs> they
1: have the, uh, their priorities, wind up being altered or wow. changed, right? It, is that like, right?
2: They could be the most gung ho about something for mm-hmm. two weeks, and then they will ghost you. And, like, <laughs> and then, like a month later, they will show up like they were never gone. <laughs> I said, what?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Sure, good uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, no. But it's it's fun. But uh, it's it's a labor of love too. But it's a lot of kids to cover, and uh, it's, it feels good to cover each one.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but you're going to start off at soccer mm-hmm. tonight
2: at five o'clock at between. Place. Uh, is Saint Michael's in Regents, but okay. uh, but twenty six six eight because you know they have the expansive nine team yeah. district. They right. have to start district early in every sport. Right, that includes soccer tonight. The big one is Lake Travis girls at Beauty. Oh, Lake Travis girls at Beauty Johnson girls, and for the boys, it's Bowie boys, which they say is the best in our area. They weren't last year's Lake Travis; they won state. But they say the experts, who they are, mm-hmm. Glenn Davis. I don't know uh, that Bowie is is the cream of the crop. Or in our area for boys soccer. So they play Del Valley tonight.
1: Okay. All right. Uh so anyway, you'll be you'll be uh tied up with that. Okay. Um all right. The then then uh are you once you're done with that are you trying to sprint over to a basketball game?
2: I am. Um I'm not sure which one yet but uh, well, I'm
1: trying to make folks aware of your schedule so that they can um, see Hoop well, Snoop in action.
2: Yes. Uh uh, the only reason it's today is because I'm obligated. Like, the the mixtapes for me that, I mean, I know filming. I keep saying filming. It's not filming.
1: Shooting. Shooting, shooting video. is,
2: is my – matter of fact, I posted a thing on Twitter yesterday, and my dream, I was like, I imagine me going to I. I Nelson Field yep. and filming – Shooting. Navar- shooting at Navarro versus Eastside Memorial on, like, a big-time, like – and it looking like a blockbuster movie. Like, okay. that is – I, I want to do that maybe not every game but I do want to I want them to see that. I want Yeah, to, I got you. Anyway, okay. That's All it. right. So that's All my right. passion. Right
1: okay. Now. I but there will be I reporters around at some basketball tonight yes. cuz you mentioned there's more mm-hmm. than 40 games mm-hmm. going yeah, on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. And you feel the biggest Tuesday night basketball game,
2: girls or boys tonight is Buta Johnson hosting Lake Travis boys, okay, because I want to see Hudson Greer the offer by UT for Lake Travis. They're on the rise versus the Johnson coming team. off the uh, win the, over Westlake, the twenty-eight point win over over Westlake to end a six almost six year district winning streak for the Shaps. Right. Okay. So All right. So let's see. If... So
1: that's the big boys matchup. Is there a big girls matchup today? Yeah. Oh
2: gosh. Uh, uh, you,
1: you you can you can pull that up when yes, we yes. Uh, in a little bit when we get to our uh, flex 30 update. We have that coming up second hour. Uh we do have a couple of longhorn notebooks. We're going to hear from uh, Roddy Terry, a uh, Longhorns interim head coach and Liberty uh, Hill Hayes for girls. There you go. All right. So that's a good one. Uh we're also going to hear From Vic Schaefer, Texas women's head coach, uh, coming off the disappointing loss Saturday in Stillwater, and they get ready for their game tonight against a good Kansas team. And uh, Brandon Schneider's done a heck of a job at KU, so they've got Kansas tonight. Kansas is 12 and 2. They're 2 and 1 in the Big 12. Longhorns are 11 and 5 overall. They're 2 and 1 in the Big 12. We'll have it for you on 105.3 The Bat. So that's coming up uh, tonight. So we'll hear from Vic Schaefer as well. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I didn't really want to start it this way, but since it's the two of us, and then obviously Jeff will weigh in when he gets here. But uh, so college football's season finally <laughs> drew to a close last night. It ended, uh, and uh, Georgia defeated TCU, as we know, 65-7. to now, what I meant when I said I didn't really want to start it this way—the part I was talking about was not the game, I and mean, we can talk about the game and you know how dominant Georgia looks and uh, you know how they were incredible. And yes, TC did not uh, did not play well, also. But Georgia has a way of making you not play well, and 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 we'll get into all that. But and this was the part I said I didn't really want to start with. But uh, no time like the present. Uh, so. Jeff, I'm sure, was sitting at his home in San Marcos, and I'm sitting at my home in Georgetown, and both of us are watching the game, and we get a text from Snoop, and uh, this the, <laughs> this this text says, and I quote: "This was at 6:52 p.m., so the game has been going." Uh, not quite 10 minutes because I think they kicked it right at about because 6. because I, I,
2: I'm not watching the game
1: I, hey where were you at the time when you sent this text
2: um th- studying
1: okay all right all right and and for folks who want to say studying your equipment and things yes. like that yeah right? yeah, yeah learning a, yeah a, a videography okay all right the quote from Snoop is goes as follows quote I'm not a gambling man. But if I put a hundred dollars down on TCU to win, and I will win three forty if they did, I'll just place an imaginary bet. Mm-hmm. And then you said four thousand pays fourteen thousand six hundred since it's imaginary. Go Frogs. And Jeff posted this uh, <laughs> this gif of a guy with uh, all kinds. Of, is that Kevin Hart? Stack, yeah, he has, yeah.
2: has stacks of money. He has stacks in his, of
1: money. Uh, so, so when I first read it and stuff was going on in the game, I thought you said that you had oh, no. placed a $100 <laughs> wager on TCU. I'm relieved to hear that you did not. Did you seriously consider it?
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, I, you had to consider it if you were to, checking actually. the odds. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I did, I, I did uh, but uh, uh, I, had, you know, I blocked myself from most sites, so I couldn't. And <laughs> but so Good. for 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 imaginary purposes, I just I, I put in like a, a cost of a camera that I would want to buy. I'd be like, okay, if I was going to get this camera or try to place the bet on TCU to win, which is four grand, and would have paid fourteen six or fourteen nine if the Horn Frogs had won. Right,
1: and imaginary. Well, it. well uh-huh. what was it? Uh, Mattress Mac, Jim McIntyre, Mattress Mac placed, I believe, a one point five million dollar wager. Somebody just did just he? just now asked on the Specs Text line, what did Mattress Mac lose? I'm pretty sure he placed a one point five million dollar wager, which, and he placed it on TCU. So, which yeah, had six. the horn, and I think he just did it on the, uh, the uh-huh. as they say, on the money line. I think I could be wrong about that. Wouldn't matter. Right. I mean, if you took the points, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I, I saw a, uh, a tweet from somebody last night who was at the game who did not like TCU, but said, you know what? I think they'll keep it inside, and and he was able to tease it. Yes, I think to minus points. nineteen, and said all they have to do is keep it within nineteen. Yeah, they couldn't even keep it within forty nine. So uh, and so, I don't know the, the exact particular. I'm sure some folks do, but I, I don't know the exact particulars of what uh, mattress Mac. If
2: it was uh, the money line, it. I, oh my God, like that's, uh, I in,
1: think it was the money line, and <laughs> that and it was a 1.5 million dollar wager, and that if TCU had won the game, I think he would have won nine million dollars, uh, something like that. I believe. That was that was the case there. In any event, I know he put one point five million dollars. He
2: should have did like me. TCU. He'd be lazy like, be like. You know what? I'm going to put it down an imaginary $1.5 million. Here's here, here's the
1: difference between between you and Mattress Mac among many, but here's one. Yes, he has that kind of money where, if he loses it, it's not going to put him in a really bad spot. Put it this way, Mattress Mac could better afford to lose one point five million. Then you could afford to lose one hundred dollars. Am I right? Oh, well, am I right? Yeah. No, I think I'm right on this. Yeah, I think I'm right on this because how would you feel? How would you have felt this morning if you put a hundred on TCU to win, and then what happened last night happened? Oh. How would you feel today? I you wouldn't feel, feel pretty that bad. bad.
2: Huh? No, I, I, I wouldn't feel that bad because it's just hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't feel that bad.
1: That's how I think Mattress Mac looks. At. I don't feel I that bad because there's only one point million. one point five. Wow. He won like I think seven and a half million on the Astros. So I don't think he feels that. Wasn't bad.
0: the Astros bet the largest win yeah. in betting history or league? Somebody said three point
1: one. Uh, So, uh, 3.1. I still don't think it uh, probably didn't bother him that much. That voice you heard, of course, was uh, that of my co-host. He's been sitting here listening just to roll through this this whole thing. Uh, He is, of course, the pride of Northwest Williamson County, a proud graduate of Florence High School. Very proud. You know him best for his outstanding work at Horns 24-7. That's Jeff Howe. Yeah, so somebody said 3.1 million. Dollars. Somebody said so he's going to have two hundred and twelve million instead of two hundred and thirteen and a half million rough life, yeah, whatever it is, whatever his net worth is, I don't think it bothered him that much what he what he lost i mean that's that old thing um the yeah, old the old thing about a
0: lot more than that for mattress Mac on the World Series. Yeah. Uh, he told Bleacher Reports Greg Ivory, he being Jim McInnville, that he had 10 million dollars in bets on the Astros to win the 2022 World Series, with the Astros winning the title over the Philadelphia Phillies in six games. McInnville will earn an estimated 75 million dollar payout. How yeah, about that? The largest in sports betting history. Yeah. Got 75. That so is the I, definition of you got to spend money to make money,
1: the, money. Yeah, yeah. The old what's the other line? It's a it's it's. Uh, it's uh, amazing to see what you can what you can do when your money's not scared. Yeah. That scared
0: money don't make money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Snoop lives a life of scared money. Yes. Right? But yeah. Depends <laughs> on what
0: time of year it is. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: how close to payday it is, yeah. right? Oh, when we, we get paid uh, in this week. We hit those dog
0: we hit those dog days in the summer. See? And there's no sports going on. Um nothing for Snoop to film.
1: So how about your thoughts on the on the, mm. the uh game as it were
0: three letters made the difference boys three letters were the difference in that game l o s line of scrimmage no doubt That's what it is i mean you can look at the perimeter skill talent on both sides in secondary and wide receiver and running backs like tcu even without kendra miller they've got just as good as georgia does on the perimeter the difference is georgia overwhelmed tc that's the best way you can describe it craig they overwhelmed tcu up front yeah yeah, they and did. That's the way. That's the way Kirby Smarts built that roster. Uh, that's the way that, you know they developed line of scrimmage talent very well. I mean, go look the last few years how many offensive defensive line picks they've had in the top 100 or in the first round. Uh, and that that's <laughs> I say this all the time, and at some point people will listen. You know, I I saw. The Big 12 honks on Twitter yesterday. Oh, and I, I'll put up, I'll stand up for the Big 12 when it's warranted. Oh, the S, this is just the, you know, the the, the media loves the SEC and you know, the, the SEC is overblown. All right. Well, whenever that league stops leading the NFL draft every year and the number of picks produced and whenever the national champions that come out of that league stop being better than everybody else along the line of scrimmage, then maybe we can talk about something being overblown or the narrative being out of control or whatever it is. That league.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to
1: your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
0: What separates the SEC from everybody else, it is the ultimate line of scrimmage league in college football. Talk about quarterback, skill, talent, whatever. Games are still won up front. That's why Georgia is the best team in that league.
1: If you needed any further proof uh, of how, how good line of scrimmage play was for them, when... Stetson Bennett uh, was able to easily just get outside, away from D. Winners, who who uh, people have been uh, you know bragging on, and rightfully so with the with the season he had for TCU this season. But when he was able to easily outpace him to the end zone because of the blocks he got up front, that's that that should tell you all you need to know.
0: They had that quarterback sweep where you had the kind of the, the pin and pull, you get two pullers, and like Broderick Jones is running downfield. You're starting left tackle. <laughs> He didn't block anybody on the touchdown run. There was nobody in his nobody way for there him to, to block. block. Yeah, That's got how them. good you were at the point of attack.
1: Yeah, so it's wild. That it was, was wild. that. You know, that was just one of those one of those games where you look at the other team and said they are just flat out better in in mostly not all of the areas you point out some of the skill position areas, but but where it mattered most in the interior line and in the line of scrimmage. Uh, in the trenches on both sides of the ball.
0: I got a really bad feeling right before kickoff. Yeah. When I think Molly, was it Molly McGrath? I think it was Holly Rowe was doing the sideline interview with Kirby Smart. Yep. And she said something along the lines of back-to-back national championships. Yeah. What's it going to take for your team to finish? He goes, aggression. And yeah. it was one word. And she says, that's it. He goes, we're going hunting tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. And that was it. And I'm like, oh, Aggressing. Georgia looks very very pissed off right now
1: yeah yeah and 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 he said after the game that they that he had told the guys we've got one week left. we're not going to be the hunted and we've got we've been hunting all season we got well hunting season's almost over some got uh, one more
0: some player who may or may not be in the transfer portal today uh recorded Kirby's pregame speech yeah yeah that was uh to check that out, yeah,
1: yeah, I did. Throw that in the Google machine during the. Breaks, dude, I don't dude. need any more motivation right now. Well, and and, and you can't air it. <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: It is as not safe I've for heard. work as anything
2: we yeah, try yeah, to do. Yeah, cannot... What's it like, DeSoto's and and socks and and Doug Bill's pregame speech? Because I saw all three of those. It's beyond that. Mm. It's beyond that. You know, mm. This would be
0: more like if uh, Richard Pryor was giving you a pregame speech. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: oh my. god.
1: Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, that won't. That won't air. But but get, but check it out. T- 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 take a look at it. Um so the the this invariably happens when you come out of a game like this. Close or blowout, as was the case. And last night was the blowout of all blowouts. It was the most points scored in a in a either a BCS or C F P game. So that's going back to ninety eight. That goes back twenty five years. So
0: the only the, the two the two championship games I can compare this to off the top of my head. Uh the 2001 season when Miami beat Nebraska, it was 37-14. That could have been 77-14 right. if Miami wanted right. it to be.
1: And, and then three years later.
0: Well, no, I was thinking more of yeah. Uh, you got OU, USC. So there's three.
1: 55 to 19, yeah.
0: But go back to that Nebraska Florida game. 62-24. That, yeah. nine, that 95 Nebraska yeah. team, which might be the it, it's it's in the when you talk best teams in college football yeah. history, it's in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah that that one felt like last night.
1: Yeah. Um, you know what the thing, some of the things that 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 come out of this, um, you know, uh, is is there's two things that come out of it. One, uh, Georgia's place in history. Not only it, like I said, it was the uh, most points scored in a uh, in a uh, championship game, either college football playoff or BCS championship game, and largest margin of victory in both. Um, so uh it it would come out that what you know what what is George's place in history, and two, what does it say about TCU? Now, um, let's take the latter first. Because I, and I understand how this happens. When you have a game that goes the way it did, uh you will you will quite often have people Weighing in not just on our Specs text line, but I saw it all over social media last night. A lot of people they didn't deserve to be there. They shouldn't have been there. It's just,
0: it's just, it's just not bad. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that was the image we just—it's pretty sent funny.
1: Somebody just sent an image, and it's, uh, it, it's a guy beating up another guy, and then, and then there's a third guy in the background. Is he taking the, a picture take, of it, like
0: filming the thing? He's filming the, thing.
1: the guy who is doing the beating, Is it has a label on it that says Georgia. The guy whose face you can't even see on the ground who's getting pummeled, there's a label there that says TCU. And then the third guy in the background that's filming it is labeled Texas. On just, that. just chilling. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, you know, <laughs> there, there are going to be those who will say that sort of thing. I disagree with it. Yeah. Uh, I I know TCU didn't win the Big 12 because some other other folks have said they shouldn't have been in there because one prerequisite should be that you win your conference championship. Tell that to Ohio State, who played, uh, you know, Georgia much better, not only than than TCU played them, but they played them better uh, than, and remember, they got hammered pretty good yeah. by a Michigan team that lost to TCU since we're doing transitive properties here. Because when you're making that case for good or bad, whether a team belongs, doesn't belong, yada yada, the transitive property always gets invoked. They always bring they beat them and they should have blah 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 blah. You know, that that always gets put into the discussion. So if you're going to put that in the discussion, you have to have to consider all of that. I don't think that you necessarily have to put that in the discussion to see the TCU uh, won a Fiesta Bowl. They beat the number 2 seed Michigan. They played their way into it. They ran into a team hitting on all sellers. I put it into what I've done with several Super Bowls, that you have two really good teams. And on a given night, one team is doing everything right and the other team can't get out of its way. And against a lesser team, they could; it would at least be a close game. They might lose, or they might still win. They might survive. But if they're playing a great team that's doing everything right and yeah. hitting on all cylinders... You're going to have an ugly game. How many times have we seen that in the Super Bowl? Uh,
0: Super Bowl 24 is the one. That's that the jumps one I, I brought to up to my brother. Like Joe Montana could not miss, no. and the 49ers were damn near perfect.
1: Yeah, my brother and I were texted about that, and uh, I, I just said they just blew them right out of the water. There have been other Bears Patriots, mm-hmm. Super Bowl 20,
0: Cowboys Bill, Super Bowl 27. Yeah, there you go. So you, you turn the ball over nine times, Craig. It's hard to win football games that yeah. way. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. That that happened. So, nine. Nine times. So I I think it's more in that category than it is something else.
0: Hey, speaking of we're, – we're talking about dynasties, right? And I, I saw this during the game last night. Like coaches that have won back-to-back titles recently. Tom Osborne did it. Uh, Pete Carroll did it. I'll get to him in just a second. Nick Saban and now Kirby Smart. I was looking at 2004 USC because, you know, with the whole Reggie Bush deal, they had some things vacated. <laughs> They had right. the, the, their their BCS national championship, the Pac twelve championship, and the Orange Bowl championship have been vacated, but they didn't have to vacate the AP title. That's right. How asinine is that?
1: Well, that's writers voting on that. Va- vacate
0: their Orange Bowl win over I, vacating wins. I apologize for just the for lack of a be- lack of better language here. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Like, no, I-, I watched the game. I watched USC beat Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That happened. Just like Michigan had to vacate their two Final Fours. No, no, I, I watched those games. Mm-hmm. They they were in the Final Four. You can't retro- retroactively go back and take them out.
1: Okay, so if you found out they cheated to do what they did, what would the solution be?
0: W- well, punish the person who never gets punished in that case. Punish the coach. Yeah. Uh Punish financial punishments, like something yeah. other than...
1: So what you're saying is, do it, levy whatever punishments and sanctions you must, but you can't remove the tithe. Even if
0: you want to do probation going forward and bull bands, whatever, okay, fine. Don't vacate those games.
1: Okay, and not do it UIL style like when when Carter won in '88 on the field over Converse Judson, they gave it to Judson. Afterwards, when they stripped Carter of the title,
0: yeah, that's like uh, you tell Bob Stoops, "Hey, you get the uh, you get the 2004 BCS championship." No, I still got my rear end kicked, so no, I don't don't want it. I
1: still lost by 36.
0: And I've talked to Judson people over the years. Correct, Mike Jinks, uh, who's on the U of H staff now, was a quarterback on the yep. Judson team. He's like, no, he said, "We're is it that NFL team we played? Yeah, they were the best team in the state, no yeah. question."
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. I feel almost I, dirty claiming it. Yeah, right. Uh, so, there you are. So I'm waiting on the
0: first uh, give VY the Heisman in 05 text to come in.
1: Yeah, that's bound to do. CB, you're
0: you're lagging. Come on.
1: <laughs> he's he he's sent some other stuff in already. All right. Uh, up next, we have a Longhorn Notebook. What do we got cooking this morning?
0: We'll stay on the gridiron.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. So, we'll do that coming up. Uh, we do have Inconceivable. Snoop, you'll be happy. There is a fast food bent. Sweet. To this one, uh, so we'll ha- we'll have that coming up. Uh, we'll uh, also uh, hear from uh, Rodney Terry. You were at the media availability. I yesterday. was. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll hear a couple of comments from that. Uh, also, uh, we'll hear from Vic Schaefer. Uh, they do have a game tonight and a pretty important one. And uh, we'll get to all that and more here on Light the Tower on the Horn. 104.9, one
0: hundred one nine AM, twelve sixty live, local and. Rolling along Tuesday on Light the Tower. Jeff House, Snoop Daniel, Craig Wake. Craig stepped out for a second. I'll be back momentarily. So, Snoop, are you looking to get back on that horse and what? lay down some bets during no. hoop season?
2: No. I, no. No? Okay because <laughs> like you're you're, I want to, you're
0: one good Rod Babers recorded out away uh, from being just back in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I remember the first time you told me that you're like Snoop, uh, don't let Rod trigger you. And I wasn't paying any attention. And sure enough, I listened, and,
0: and the next day I got back in. Because you told me, you're like, man, Rod's, Rod's commercials are so convincing. They are. <laughs> he make
2: because you know he sounds. You know Rod is a very yeah. charismatic guy. So he's always been like that. Mm-hmm. And say so it made it, you know it makes it sound good, but you know that's true. I'm good at some things, and some things I'm not.
1: There's lots of things you're good at, Snoop. There's mm-hmm. lo- there's lots of things. Give me a minute and I'll think of something. Oh, got more. it. So, no, no. Uh, right now it is time for our Longhorn Notebook.
2: Just how's Longhorn Notebook? That's exactly Longhorn Notebook. Or just how's Longhorn? Longhorn Notebook?
1: Brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, home loan you, expert, Aaron. your Longhorn lender. Be sure to check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that's to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is the person who can make that ten-day home loan approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. dot com. That's all one word: B O W E R S O C K, just like it sounds. bowersockteam.com. dot com.
0: I'm waiting for the bleeping coaches poll to come out because <laughs> the te- bleeping
1: coaches. If, poll. if Texas
0: is ranked in the coaches poll, not that it's going to matter to a lot of Longhorn fans, but if Texas is ranked in the coaches poll, yeah. You realize, Craig, that would only be the fourth time since the downturn started after the 2009 season the Texas will finish the season ranked in both major polls? Wow. They were ranked there in 2012, 2018, 2020, and maybe 2022. 25th in the AP poll right. is where Texas came in, which I thought about you know, going back to our preseason conversations. I'm like, you know what? Uh, history does repeat itself, and you can learn something from history. I was pretty right on when I went back and crunched the numbers Nine and four would have comfortably gotten you in the top twenty, maybe even knocking on the door of the top fifteen. Eight and five, depending on what that eight and five looked like, you could be on the back end of the top twenty-five. And lo and behold, Texas finishes twenty-fifth uh in the AP poll. Uh good, bad, indifferent, Craig, on Texas being ranked the end of the year?
1: Well, I mean, it'll For what it's
0: worth, I did check Sark's contract and he doesn't get a bonus for finishing ranked in the AP poll. Uh, I'm sure it probably. That, yeah,
1: that, that uh, for some
0: coaches they do. I think Tom Herman had one of those bonuses if you finish really? ranked in the AP poll. Yeah.
1: There's, there's also um, uh, a, you know, do you care factor with regard to that bowl game. I, I, I heard more of it this year than I've ever heard before about, quote, unquote, if you're not in, at the very least, a New Year's Six Bowl, you know, and there are a lot of people say, if you're not in the playoff, you know, it's 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 the Ricky Bobby. If you're not first or last, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and this clearly goes to the difference in the way the prism through which we view bowl games today, as opposed to even ten years ago, certainly decades ago, when it was looked at as being a reward and it didn't factor into. Uh, your final ranking, and all that other kind of stuff. But even 10 years ago, you would not have seen guys opting out. Right. You know, you just you wouldn't have seen guys opting out 10 years ago on, on that. Now it's a different world uh, that they're dealing with with regard to the financial implications and the upcoming NFL draft implications. So it's for those reasons, a lot of those reasons, that a lot of folks, to them, it makes them know never mind if Texas finished nine and four or eight and five, other than to say you had five losses yeah. when all is said and done. So I think a lot of f- people would probably view it in the same way with regard to the rankings. They did finish ranked. They did finish in the poll. They won eight games during the year. It was a, it was a definite step forward from five and seven in the first year under Sark. So it was a step up for New Year Two, and now everybody's going to be looking for the next big step to yeah. be taken in Year Three.
0: I almost think if you're if you're outside the know. New Year Six uh, and you didn't win a conference championship, like UTSA, right? Jeff Trailer's team won Conference USA their last year. Because there's conference a difference
1: USA. between G5 and Power yeah. 5 on that, too.
0: So, if you didn't win a conference championship, you're not in the New Year's Six, I think at that point, j- just take a look at your regular season record. Just just take stock of what it is. And then, you know, count the bowl game if you want. Be upset about it. To me, it's, it's – and I thank Tom Herman for ruining what bowls mean for me in terms of making too much of them or, or not enough about them or whatever uh, – Bowl season to me is neither fish nor foul. And this is just me talking. I'm more interested in hearing about guys who got better during the bowl practices as you start to look ahead to spring practice because what well, that's tw- where I
1: feel the value
0: comes what in. the what the twenty twenty two team and it's not just Texas. Like I said, if you're if you're a fan of if you're a Texas Tech fan, right? Uh, And maybe it's a little bit different for Tech because, you know, they have – I think they've had, what, one eight-win season in the – one other eight-win season in the post-Mike Leach era. Uh, So so it's different for different programs. But I I think if you're in that group that I talked about, you're almost looking at the bowl game like, yeah, that's not really the 2022 squad. The 2022 team did what it did through 12 games, take stock of it, and now this is just the reward for the guys who are still around. The seniors can finish on a high note, whatever. But it's not – Bowl games don't really have this big huge meaning to spin forward to the next year that I think sometimes we think they do.
1: No, I I understand that. I, I you know, and 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 toward that same ending, I just looked at this thing and and I'm one of the most eye rolling people when it comes to when a season ends, when somebody Points that pulls out the way too early poll for next year. <laughs> you damn right, it's way too early. Stop it! I'm I'm one of those that that. That but but because we were on the subject,
0: I'm fine. For the record, I'm fine with it. The morning after the national championship game, I'm fine with it. You want to put out a way too early poll that morning? I'm cool. Don't put one out like right at the end of the regular season. Just, okay. This is the this is the day when the way too early poll can drop.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, did you see Mark Slaybaugh's? With ESPN, uh, I, I, for those who didn't see it, I'll roll through it really quickly. One Ohio, uh, one Georgia, obviously. Two Ohio State, three Michigan, four Florida State, five Alabama, six Penn State, seven USC, eight LSU, nine Oregon, ten Tennessee, eleven Washington, twelve TCU, thirteen Utah, fourteen Notre Dame, fifteen Clemson, sixteen Texas at sixteen, followed by Oregon State. K-State at 18, Tulane, Ole Miss, North Carolina, UTSA at number 22, Texas Tech at 23, James Madison at 24, and Iowa at 25. So that's
0: like the way too early
1: preseason
0: thing. Uh, yeah, uh, 24-7 sports, our national writers did a poll. It was Chris Hummer, Brandon Marcello, Bud Elliott, and Brad Crawford. They just they took votes. Like, everybody ranked the top sure. 25. Sure. Texas came in 14. Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports, his way too early, top 25 for 2023. Texas at 17. So right there, that there, Texas is in that 14 to, like 14 to 18 range, just kind of on the fringe of being what I would consider a, a playoff contender.
1: In the things that you have a vote in, do you have a vote on a, a, the Bear Bryant National Coach of the Year award?
0: I do not. No, I vote um, – Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year, I okay. do, and I think there's one other. But no, I don't have a vote on the Bear Bryant
1: one. I do, and uh, because it's part of the National Sports Media Association we put you together. Which, by the way, congratulations to our good friend Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Dallas Mavericks, and Robert Ford, radio voice of the Astros, oh, nice. co-Texas Sportscaster of the Year for 2022. So congrats to Coop and uh, to Robert Ford uh, as the uh, co-Sportscasters of the Year in the state of Texas. But within that, we also, yesterday, they sent the ballot yesterday and we had till today. You got one day to analyze everything and vote for a national coach of the year. And they, they had like six candidates on Sonny list. Sonny Dykes getting your vote. He got my number two vote. Really? You, you vote first, second, third.
0: Did you go Kirby Smart one?
1: He got my number three vote. Willie Fritz. Willie Fritz. Okay. With what he did... At a G five school, Tulane, to do what they did in what was the, their first uh, New Year's Bowl game since something like 1948 or something, yeah. uh, and to beat USC in the Cotton Bowl to finish, they did. That's all. Uh, and and that the one thing I like about that award is it waits until everything is done, so you can judge all of it after the bowl games. Yeah, and very very close for me between. Willie Fritz and Sonny dykes but but I did I did vote for Willie Fritz at Tulane, and Sonny Dykes got my number two vote on that
0: uh to close out this uh, edition of the Longhorn Notebook, we'll do basketball next hour uh to finish that on football. remember we talked about Jalen Catalan yesterday, Craig yeah said the visit was still ongoing, but sounded like Purdue was might have had a slight edge over Texas. yeah, the end of the visit I guess he erased that slight edge because Jalen Catalan committed to Texas yesterday afternoon, right. The caveat with Jalen Catalan is he's had the shoulder shoulder. injuries in back-to-back seasons. He played the first six games in 2021 and then missed the rest with a shoulder injury. Only played one game this season against Cincinnati, missed the rest with a shoulder injury. But if you go back to 2020 when Jalen Catalan was healthy and look at what he did, I'm just looking at pro football focus, a 79.4 overall grade. It's one of the best defenders, period, in the country. Played 712 snaps in a 10-game season for Arkansas. Because remember, they only played the SEC schedule, and they didn't play their bowl game last year. They're supposed to play TCU in the Texas Bowl, but COVID protocols and whatnot. Uh, Jalen Catalan, uh, I'm looking at his 75 tackles. uh, 14 missed tackles, a 12.4 missed tackle percentage is really, really good. Uh, 19 stops, which constitutes a failure for the offense. Uh, Only allowed a 64.3% completion rate when he was targeted. Uh, So extremely versatile his snap counts that season 185 snaps in the box two snaps as a defensive lineman 366 snaps at safety 136 snaps in the slot and 23 23 snaps at corner so he's going to play safety we talked about the importance of Texas needing that a safety because you lose Anthony Cook and maybe this can bridge the gap between what you've got now and letting figuring out what you've got with a, a Larry Turner Gooden or a B.J. Allen You bring in Jalen Catalan, a lot of versatility. And one thing I'm interested to see, Craig, during the spring, go back to last spring when Jade Barron made the move to star and Keaton Crawford made the move to safety. Anthony Cook made the move to safety. You get Gavin Holmes, and and you've got some interesting young guys back there. How many of those guys cross-train? Do we see corners work safety, safeties work corner? Uh, That kind of cross-training between Blake Gideon and Terry Joseph on their part of the defense, Uh, I think you're going to see some guys cross-train. Who is it and where are they going to be? That's going to be the big question. That's a really good way to manufacture depth.
1: No doubt about that. Uh, next uh, hour uh, during the during the, the program, we're going to hear uh, some Longhorn basketball conversation from the two head coaches, the interim head coach Rodney Terry, the men's side, and Vic Schaefer, the women's side. We'll hear that. And Jeff will have another Longhorn notebook next hour. By the, hey,
0: Snoop, what... oh, by the way, you want some early national championship odds on Texas? Yeah. You want to throw some money down? Sure. So you can
1: do some imaginary imaginary money. imaginary only. money on this deal. Yeah. Bet,
0: Bet online has the Longhorns thirty-three to one odds to win the national championship. Last
1: night I saw uh, again; it was part of that ESPN crawl when I came across it. Had them at twenty
0: to one. I was yeah. This is uh, I don't know what ESPN yeah. was using. I think they were. I think ESPN uses Caesars. Yeah, I uh, think you're that's right. what we use at twenty four seven in the Paramount family. But this is from Bet Online: thirty three to one. Texas getting the same odds as Notre Dame, Oregon, and Washington. Or as Tom Landry would say it, Craig? Uh, Washington. Washington.
1: Yeah, Washington made the playoffs, uh, almost made the playoffs to Atlanta. Not quite there. And St. Louis doesn't have a football team. Philadelphia has uh, the
0: best team there. Yep. Thank yep. you, Coach Landry. <clears throat> um,
1: all right. Um, up next. Uh, inconceivable. So stand by for that as we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. By the way, A. this morning, my wife and I went to vote. Have you seen these little finger condoms they have at the voting stations? Have you run into this yet? No. These little, I mean, that's what they look like. They just look like condoms that are the, say, the diameter of, I don't know. Inconceivable. Inconceivable.
0: The in the horn. Don't
1: think it what you think it, it might be inconceivable to consider this, but Christian Jones is going to have quite a few starts on his ledger if, if he stays healthy and is the starter for the entire season next year. Give me a
0: breaking news sounder, please, Snoop, real quick. Yes, Christian Jones, 13-game starter at right tackle for Texas, announced on Instagram minutes ago that he is coming back for the 2023 season, makes that official. Yeah, 35 career starts, Craig, for Christian Jones. Wow.
1: So it would it would be up there, and so. he is
0: using his COVID year to uh, yeah to play another for the Longhorns.
1: Yeah, so uh, so there it is. Um, Real quick
0: though, before we get into conceivable, we talk about line of scrimmage. Right, this is a guy that got better under Kyle Flood. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen him develop. Competition in that room is a great thing for this team this spring.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, some updated news with regard to the Texas offensive line as he made it official with his Instagram announcement this morning. Okay. Uh, Snoop, let, um, uh, let me let let me me start with some fast food for you. Um, <clears throat> still haven't gotten the McDonald's app yet, have you? Yeah, did, you? did you already burn through the uh, Arby's gift uh, card? I'm, I'm
2: halfway mean? through it. Okay. I've had right. two sliders and mm, okay. Uh, combos. Okay. okay, well that's good. Um,
1: I, I, I think I've asked you guys this before. Where where do you stand? I, I know you're not a big McDonald's customer anyway to begin with, Jeff. But McRib uh, season and the occasional
0: yeah. breakfast is about it for w- me.
1: What about the occasional pie? Apple pie, cherry pie.
0: No, but I, you know who has the best uh, cherry, like fast food convenience store apple pies? The apple pie at Bucky's. Yeah, is
2: awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Snoop, you all right with the pies from McDonald's? Yeah. Bring- I like
2: cher- I prefer the
0: cherry one. Right. I haven't had one in a minute from McDonald's.
1: Uh, they're bringing back the blueberry one. Okay. But I don't yeah. know if they've even had the cherry ones. I didn't know they was apple. a blueberry one. They had it for time to bring it back. It's a it's a it's a blueberry cream pie because yes. they have vanilla cream uh, mm-hmm. to it as well. So uh, so that's it's
2: good to get one, but not every day. That's why you know you have to
1: right take it away. Well, it yeah, out. you could make that statement about a lot of things with fast food, including donuts. Got a new donut flavor for you guys. Krispy Kreme coming out with a new flavor. Now, Jeff, you, when you fly commercial airlines, most of the time you're on Southwest, correct?
0: Yeah, I'm a Southwest P1 in light of cluster F that happened. Yeah, in the holiday, right, right, right. right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The reason why I say this, and, and Snoop may not be aware of this because he doesn't fly very often, um, would almost never be... Would be more correct, Snoop, with regard to your flying habits. Yeah, never, Almost right. never. yeah
2: I'm, I'm pretty off- Texas-bound. <laughs> are you familiar with Biscoffs? Heard of it?
1: B-I-S-C-O-F-F, Biscoff. You don't know what they are, though. You know what those are, the No. They're the little cookies that you get. Mainly, I know on American Airlines they do it, and I think on Delta's where it's little cookies. A lot of times people get it with coffee or whatever.
0: I assume, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Biscoff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Krispy Kreme. Announcing they have a biscoff flavored donut. Now as if you didn't have enough sugar there involved with it with the biscoff donut. It's uh so yeah, it's a new uh a new donut All right. there. See and, and Snoop, I know you've seen those biscoffs before, well, those yes, little cookies. For yeah, sure. yeah, okay. Uh, so Oh yeah, those are good. Um see this is funny because it starts off by saying prepare for your taste buds to take flight. An obvious homage to the cookies on the flight. Uh, it says, starting today for a limited time at participating shops across the United States, customers can enjoy the crunchy and creamy combination of Krispy Cream's original glaze with Lotus Biscoff's cookies and cookie butter known for its unique and delicious caramelized taste. You know, there are people who are in into- the Caramelizing lots of things these days. I guess with the donut, it just kind of goes along. You know what? It, I'm so. I'm
0: becoming more of a fan of. What's that? At the donut shop is the kolachi. If the kolaches in play, I may go kolache over donut.
1: Um, I I don't really have an argument with that. I think yeah. that's that's pretty. Now, when you say kolache, you're talking about the fruit flavor. No, I'm talking about the the meat. Okay, that's technically, technically, and the folks. From Czech Heritage will tell you that is not a kolache. So that is, is a klobasnik. It's a klobasnik. I'll just call it's the, it a... If it's got the sausage and the cheese in it, is that what you like? Yeah. Maybe the ones with the jalapeno in
0: it? Uh, my wife's more about the jalapenos than I am. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not on board with that no. as
1: well. But it technically is the klobasnik. The kolachi refers to the fruit or or cream cheese or whatever. I'm with you. They're all kolaches yeah. to me. Hey,
0: I'm, I'm just saying if it's on the menu, uh mama named him clay, so I'm gonna call him Clay. Uh if yeah. it's on the menu says kolache, I'm gonna call it a kolache.
1: There you go. There you go. Uh so hey, uh this this kind of fits in inconceivable. Somebody put it on the specs text line. Inconceivable. Bucky's to Louise.